0: Welcome into the Waiver Fire podcast. Nick and JP are coming at you on Monday night. Week eight is in the books. God damn, this season is starting to fly a little bit. JP, how are you, man?
1: Doing good. Um, You know, another tough week in the freezes funhouse. But things are still gravy over here in my Kia League. So I'm okay.
0: That was harsh, man. You know, we were coming in tonight. You had you were clinging on to a lead. You put up hundred and forty points, man. It looked good. Yeah. But god damn it. The Vink.
1: Yeah, well good. at least Cody is still that guy that's at the very bottom. Um we still are gonna have like the same record, I believe, this week. But he's gonna have significantly less points, so it makes me feel better. You know, That's I had a right. really great week. With I, I was very happy with my team this week. I don't care. I mean, I lost, but like C.D. Lamb, we've got uh, Jake Ferguson, mm. we've we got uh, Gus Bus.
0: The Gus Bus off the wire.
1: Yeah, the Gus Bus is is fantastic. I actually think that it's going to continue now. Um, I don't see why it wouldn't continue. There's no one to keep him from doing it. It's their plan. They plan to do it this way. It hasn't been like this in the past. But Gus has been as productive as anyone in the past. He's he's actually had one of the most impressive yards per attempt. That that I mean, put him next to Alvin Kamara, who is a monster. He Alvin Kamara is getting like three yards per attempt, and Gus Bus is over here getting like five point five. And he he's been doing that for th- three four years now.
0: He's always been sexy, man. It's just whether they commit to him. And obviously they were kind of tied up with J.K. Dobbins draft capital, but he's got a chance to shine right now. And you're right. His next matchup is at home against Seattle. So he's definitely a plug and play. He's got Cleveland next, which it's a little bit of onto, but it's at home. And yeah, I mean, especially coming off the wire, that has been a diamond in the rough for you. Tough to go up against DeAndre Hopkins this week for you. That man put on an absolute show against Atlanta, and he was the difference maker.
1: I wonder if that is about to get going. I mean, with Banana Rama coming in and being
0: kind of successful. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But we've seen this in the past where you get some some fresh meat at the quarterback position, and what do they do? They hyper-target at the number one. Uh, alpha ride receiver and you know sometimes that leads to interceptions and ultimately losing a game this time it leads to just super production so we'll see i mean you know we've also seen rookie quarterback come in and have a little bit of magic the first time and then a la chicago bears with badgeant it ain't so pretty the second time around so we'll we'll have to keep our eyes on the the tennessee titans but uh very interesting yeah. man what a what go ahead
1: uh, I was just going to say, like, it might be a, like a higher chance that he's successful because he's, you know, he was drafted to be great. And uh Fair. Tyler Badgent, I've never heard of before. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not a football guy.
0: Right. I don't know. <laughs> I totally agree. Man, it was a wild week in the the freezes fun house and, um, a wild week in the NFL overall, to be quite honest, uh, just to give a little bit of an update on the fun house. Let's see. I took down DC, man, JP, I have to, I have to go into this matchup a little bit. I'm just going to take a little time and bore the audience. Cause this was, this was hot and heavy and coming off of a pretty frustrating loss to Farrell last week, I was just not ready for, for a back-to-back heartbreaker. And Thursday night comes around, Josh Allen and Gabe Davis, fantastic chef's kiss. They go off. I thought about starting the, the newly acquired uh, Dalton Kincaid. Chose to give him a week, see what was up, see how they involved him. Happy to have him on the team, but he did sit the pine tar this week, which was fine. I was confident in Dallas Goddard. Shouldn't have been. Dallas Goddard got targets, but no production. Anyways, then come Sunday, I see that my opponent, DC, makes the the rookie mistake of the last second pivot at defense. And I wasn't going to say anything up until I saw him lock it in at noon because I you know he went from the Giants, which I thought was just a fantastic play at home against the Jets, to the Steelers, who were at home, Apparently it was supposed to be rainy, but it was against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags have been fantastic. I mean, I was I was stunned at that uh that pivot. And we'll get there, but it proved to be the difference. But anyways, I wasn't gonna say anything to try to ridicule him off it. I was so stoked about that last minute change. And then, you know, the hits keep coming. Within five minutes, I think, of red zone firing up, his tight end, Darren Waller, is ruled out for the rest of the day with like th- four yards. I was just like, oh, baby, here we go. Here comes Dak Prescott with his highest week of the year, of course, just crushed the Rams. You mentioned CeeDee Lamb on your team. Dak was like, a god in Dallas this week. It was ridiculous. Camara on my side had his things going. That was spicy. I, you know, I spent a, a fifth round pick on him and I had to wait a few weeks, but he's been nothing but special on the way back. You mentioned low efficiency, but good God, the volume. And now the motor boating has started, which is extremely exciting. Here comes AJ Brown on his side of things. My god, Jalen Hurts looks for nobody else. That man has 125 yards in like 6 or 7 straight games and he motorboats. And
1: DeVonta Smith, he, he he had a good day too.
0: DeVonta Smith had a good game, but but every time I looked up at the red zone and it flipped over to the Phillies, I said, "Oh, here goes AJ Brown for another 20, you know, yard chunk play." And he was just sometimes he was he was mostly open, but sometimes he wasn't even open and he just beast his way to the ball. It is so disgusting that that Tennessee Titans trade where it was basically A.J. Brown swapped with Traylon Burks is just looking so absurd in retrospect. Obviously, A.J. Brown was dealing with a lot of foot injuries. And was asking for a big contract. So there's some intangibles there, but my god, you look at AJ Brown right now yeah. and it's like, oh no, Tennessee, what were you doing?
1: I could not help but look at the draft board for this year and see that I could have taken AJ Brown and Cd Lamb instead of Cooper Cup and Cd Lamb. That would have that would have been like great.
0: It would have been, but the way Jalen Hurts, you know, has historically run the ball, you mentioned Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown's foot injury. I, You could have. I mean, it's easy to look at the draft and, and you know, pick, Oh, could I have gone here or there? But ultimately, and we'll see, you know, obviously one of the big news is this week is Matthew Stafford dealing with a right throwing hand injury. They've played him safe. Many times in the past, particularly, aren't the Rams like at two and five or something? What is their record right now? Oh, I can't quickly see their record, but I think they have a pretty starkly losing record. One, one and one, one and two, two and two, two and three, three and three, three and four, three three and five, three and five. Okay. So, you know, they I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of shut it down a little bit. and. But we'll see. We'll see how Cooper Cup plays. He's still the number one, and maybe the backup comes in and does a little Hopkins magic similarly, but uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, the, the the whole throwing hand injury thing, I don't think people don't realize how bad that is. It It's one of those things that you talk about at the very end of the year. You'd be like, yeah, well, my hand was still fucked up from week whatever. Right, and it kept my production down, and we've seen it a ton of times. Like very fair. Russell Wilson had the the hurt hand and stuff like that, and and it's just it's one of those things where when it comes down to it, they'll tell you that was the reason, but you're not gonna sens- have it sensationalized like a hamstring or an ACL tear or something like that, where it's like as soon as it happens, we're just gonna start having this storyline that's gonna go and go and go, so. Just remember your quarterback broke a finger on his throwing hand. That's fucking bad. That's really bad.
0: It's really bad and obviously you've, you know, you're sitting at 2 and 6 now but but those two wins and and honestly some of the bad beats have been close because of Puka Nakua and with Cooper coming back and now, you know, you've got a new quarterback Puka I don't even know if he starts cracking your lineup next week. If, if Stafford's out, so that could be, that's a tough call. They are yeah, I've, traveling I've got, to green Bay. Green Bay could have snows and it could be nasty.
1: Yeah. I've got, I've got DK Fair. Um, to put in, in place of Puka. Yeah. My, my, uh, by apocalypse is week 10 because okay. I have, I have Rams, um, two Rams players as my, I mean, We're talking about two players that are in the top 15 of rankings every week, and they're both out. Um, My second flex spot is the thing that's going to really take the hit. But the thing that I'm banking on Mm. is that both of my running backs come back from IR on, on week 10 if they are ready. So it's two dice rolls I get. I get to roll the dice on Khalil Herbert, and I get to roll the dice on James Conner. And if they both fucking fail, then whatever waiver pick that I get this week will be the guy who goes in. So Man, I'm gonna, getting... I'm, obviously I'm going to drop um Kirk Cousins.
0: We'll talk about Kirk Cousins. Obviously getting Conner back in week 10, if Kyler starts for them, Connor could be kind of a second half stud really. So yes. Yeah. I know you're hungry to get him back. I do have to take a, a give me a couple minutes aside here. I know I'm still in the middle of my own story about my matchup with DC. Oh,
1: sorry. Continue. No, no, no.
0: But I have a second, I have a side inside of an aside and that is the MLB world series. I just have to cause I know I kind of popped off a little bit last week and I have to go full circle here. I think where we left off last week was the Phillies and the Astros. Two of my least favorite, the two least favorite teams of mine in in Major League Baseball. Both everybody of them,
1: hates everybody hates
0: both of them. Appreciate you, appreciate the support, everybody. Both of them were traveling back home and only needed to win Game Six. <laughs> or game seven at home. And, dude, I was I was really frustrated, man. I think I said it last podcast. We got Auburn looking in the shitter. My fantasy team had come off a horrific loss to Farrell. And then we were about to have Astros-Phillies. A, a repeat of last year's horrific World Series. I mean, it was a really dark place. And, bro, the MLB gods glistened me with their pre-come. They get Rangers going into Houston and winning back-to-back, and you get the Diamondbacks going into Philadelphia and winning back-to-back. And it's been so spicy, man. It's been extremely spicy. The World Series has been awesome. We had the Diamondbacks go into Texas, game one, looking very steady, five to three, bottom of the ninth. The Rangers' Corey Seager hits a game-tying two-run shot to send it into extras. And then the Rangers, God of a man, David Ortiz esque, Adelice Garcia hits a walk off home run. It was awesome. And then the Diamondbacks are able to stomach that blow and come back and dominate the Rangers in game two. Game three, we're now back in Arizona. And the Diamondbacks cannot muster any offense. They played, they had to face Max Scherzer, and now the bullpen. Of Texas they can't put any runs on it's three to zero in the eighth inning right now but I just clicked it on that godlike man Adelise Garcia just went for an absolute mammoth swing and wrenched his back I'm sure they're going to pump him full of goodies tonight and he'll be fine but boy if he's hampered for the series that would be a huge boon for the Diamondbacks so Lots of storylines in MLB right now. I hope that no, everybody's I'm, I'm always it.
1: gonna I'm always gonna be cheering for fucking Arizona, dude. Of course. Like like that's like a state that just gets shit on in pro sports. Like they need something. And also I think it's a pretty cool state. Like I I I I kept like when I was looking on my honeymoon, I I, I kept coming across this this all inclusive resort in in Arizona that had like views of the of like the mountains and the mesas and the and Mm. and the desert and it was like so sick. And I was just like, man, Arizona is kinda like a sleeper state.
0: No, I agree. They've got uh, they've got some really interesting hiking spots, and uh, it's it's a whole different uh, natural environment there for sure. And I think that the you know society there is also chill for sure. I'm definitely a Diamondbacks fan, but in this in this well, series they have they, uh,
1: they have legal goodies.
0: They have legal goodies. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, but it's been a great series. I hope everybody's all two in. We got Araldus Chapman on the mound. Old man is still pumping a hundy. It's it's pretty tight. Anyways, that was my aside in an aside. Let me finish up the DC matchup. So uh, we go into Sunday afternoon and it's really looking pretty solid. You know, it's bouncing back and forth, but then I get this, what I thought at the time was like a, just a super strong sign. It was Cincinnati is playing in San Francisco and they're winning the whole time. The, the Bengals really played well in uh, San Francisco And they're winning the whole time, but my boy Joe Mixon is kind of getting it done, getting some yardage, but hasn't dipped his, his toe into the end zone yet. And then with like, I don't know, four minutes to play, they get to like the five yard line and he does the classic. It was almost like Le'Veon Bell-esque. Looks at the D-line, sees that it's totally stuffed and bounces it out to the, to the pylon. And, there's almost no better feeling. It's a little scary. But when the running back takes that cut and he knows he's going to make it and does the little saunter, like from the three-yard line, it's it's just like instant gratification. And and that Joe Mixon touchdown, it proved to be the difference. I only won this week by three points. And, and after that happened, I was like, oh, I'm good to go. The games are wrapping up. I don't even have to play Deonta Foreman. I had Deontay Foreman coming in Monday night, which was, I mean, sorry, Sunday night, which was super scary because Roshan Johnson's coming back. And, you know, the Bears are still, they have to play with badgeant. So I wasn't too stoked about it. And I was like, oh, okay, I get to sit him. I don't have to worry about fumbles or negative points. And then, bro, Hollywood Brown from from the from the top deck in in the junkiest junk time i mean arizona's losing by i want to say it was it was at least two scores and i I think it was 16 i think they needed two two two-point conversions and and it was just so fucking junky it was like a minute and a half left and they throw him a touchdown to give dc the lead and then they get the onside kick with potentially more hollywood catches just one more fluff pass and that was it thank god but it meant that i was down coming into sunday night by like a point, a point and a half, or something like that. I just need anything from Deonta, but I didn't even want to watch that game. Really, thank God, Deonta puts three point seven points to to save the week there. But jeez, that's insane. It, it was a wild one, man. It was a roller coaster of a weekend. But ultimately- and he that
1: was he traded like a package to get uh, a yeah. uh, Hollywood wild. using a player that I traded him.
0: Wow, dude, I hadn't even kind of done that math about, uh, you know, ifs, ands, or buts. But I do know for sure that if he had stuck with those Giants' defense, he would have won by like two points. So, DC, appreciate you, big dog. Don't even know who you are. Much love to you, man. That was fantastic. The rest of the league, unfortunately, Vink gets it done against you. I'm peeking in. Farrell. Farrell needed about 10 points from Jacoby Myers. And for what I'm seeing, Jacoby Myers has zero points and we're in the fourth quarter, I think. Is that is that a correct statement right now? Okay, no, we're still in the third quarter, but Jacoby Myers does not have any points. So that fucked. that's That's insane. And Cody, if you can pull out this W, that would be vengeance, man. I would love that to, for Farrell to get dunked on after his bullshit last week. Oh, could he win? Oh, He's definitely going to win if if Jacoby doesn't muster a titty in the fourth quarter. Chris beats Moonhead, Jandy beats Drew, and Scott beats Major. That brings us to I will be taking the lead with Jandy at six and two. Cody uh, can't
1: get a win. We can't
0: have that happen. Scott or Cody? Cody can't get a oh, win. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, man. I can't.
1: I needed him to not do that. Well, you but guys I need Jacoby Myers to fucking pull it out.
0: I think I think the loss criteria goes down to the toilet bowl, doesn't it? I don't think it's regular season uh
1: I know it's just week. for right now. Oh yeah. That's right. Oh, but actually we'll be still tied. You'll be tied.
0: And I think maybe you'll have the point difference. But... Did
1: you know that it's like fourteen minutes until the trade deadline right now? And they've got Adam Schefter on the screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> On the game talking about trades.
0: (laughs) I did not know that. Are they talking Derrick Henry? I don't know if that'll get done.
1: I can't hear it. Oh, that's fair.
0: I I am. I'm watching. uh, Oh, shit. Arizona got a damn it. I missed it. Somebody must have gotten. Oh, Chapman's getting got here. It's three to one. Bottom of the eighth. Chapman just gave up a run somehow. I missed it to the bottom of the order. And now Arizona's got Corbin Carroll, potential league MVP. Up to bat with a guy on first and no outs. This is fantastic. Would love to see a comeback. But Araldis with that hundy is just different. Oh, man. Um, Let's peek at, let's see here. We can look at this week at the NFL. So I think I mentioned last week, I thought this coming week was a little bit of a snooze fest in terms of the, the matchups. Turned out to be a solid watch. Um, Lots of points being scored and some really good, um, really good games. My Vikings, well, we should mention it, but my Vikings go into Lambeau. And at the time I was thinking, yes, we get this win and encourage Justin Jefferson to come back. And we do get the win. We win by 14 points, (laughs) a double, a double titty victory in Lambeau is awesome.
1: Hey, who's Russ going to play? That's the only thing I have left.
0: Man, after you lose Justin Fields, you also get the old man Kirk Cousins torn Achilles, dude. God damn it, man.
1: I had to I, I was like, look, I don't want to spend fab on on Russell Wilson. I'm just gonna go ahead and drop stupid ass Jarrett McKinnon and grab him on Sunday before the game started. And just go ahead and do it because I know that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not trading for shit. Like uh, trading for a quarterback right now in in this in the in this like environment is so dumb. Unless you're trading for like some really, really hot commodity or something like that. No, I
0: I I agree with the choice, it was exciting, man. I mean, it was one of those very rare mid-afternoon on Sunday acquisitions usually you know everybody gets locked up on Sunday at noon or you can't get the right player out but you saw the Kirk Cousins uh fiasco and you know you didn't want to wait till waivers and you you, that was pretty clever on your part to to go ahead and make the move the Broncos will play good I
1: I saw the injury I was I was sitting at a bar I was at eating a cheeseburger at this bar down the street from my house nice. and it happened and i and i saw I, I went to twitter and i typed in cousins and i went to videos and everybody had the video in slow motion of like really close up on his calf and everything like the popping and every all that and i was just like we've seen this already this year like we know what that looks like that's move it fast
0: move fast That
1: stands. <laughs> i mean the-
0: Oh, Raulis Chapman with a disgusting breaking ball called strike three right down the plate, but but Carroll was not looking breaking ball there and just watches strike three one out, still a guy on first, and now we get, um, Cattell Marte who is disgusting, but he's got a bat in his ready position and that could be double play to get out of the eighth. Oh, a roll Oh Yeah, got the double play. Wow. Nasty.
1: So- the other day I was on Instagram and this video comes across with Aaron Rogers and uh, Joe Rogan. And he's on, he's on his podcast and there's a part that was like right after he tears the ACL or the, the Achilles where he's like, man, I know some dudes in Mexico or something that will get you going in no time. And then Aaron's like, for real, all right. And then nobody ever talked about it like on like like news like sports news or anything like that. But dude, Aaron Rodgers obviously went and got that weird surgery from whatever weird country and he did it already and you he we weren't even paying attention when he did it and now he he's going to be he's going to try to play football. <laughs>
0: I mean, if it's if it's one of those experimental things that actually is is cutting edge and and super dope, then fuck yeah. But if it's one of those <laughs> if it's one of those really sketchy stopgap situations where you feel great for like six months and then you're you're paralyzed, then that's what it is. <laughs> <It's> that- <laughs> It, it, gets them, that. it gets them to the Super Bowl, and he wins the Super Bowl. And the next day, he's just like in a in a wheelchair for the rest of the rest of
1: his look. Well, well, look, he threw the kitchen sink at it. Yeah. That's that's the old uh, line from from Rogan himself. Oh, interesting. Yeah, when he got COVID, he was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I had that's right. I had COVID a couple of days ago." We <laughs> threw the kitchen sink at
0: it. That's right. all he said. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we had the Titans pull off the—I mean, really, honestly—a miracle against the Falcons in midway. Le- Levi's, Levi's—I'm going to call it Levi's—the jeans. But uh, Rammer, you get the Saints going into Indianapolis, and the Saints are looking pretty strong. Man, Derek Carr and Alvin Kamara are kind of getting it done, and the defense is pretty good. You have Miami getting it done against the Patriots. Ho hum, Jaguars. The Eagle- the Commanders kind of had the Eagles where they wanted them until that high octane offense with, with AJ Brown just popped off. But ultimately the Eagles get it done. The Panthers, Texans they stopped gross. the tush push. They did. I did see that they stopped it because it it looked so it looked so inept when they did it. But yeah. Dude, the Seahawks, you mentioned DK Metcalf a little bit. The Seahawks are sitting at five and two right now that's exceptional really um they've beaten let's see they beat they went into Detroit and beat the Lions and that's really their only good win to be quite honest they beaten the Browns I guess but uh they travel to Baltimore this Sunday if they can take down Baltimore they they could very well be playoff contenders man so keep your eye on the Seahawks this week I don't think they actually get it done I think the Baltimore Ravens get it done but Could be exciting. The Broncos stunned the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, illness, apparently quite ill because, damn, he looked poor against the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos get it done. That was spicy. Uh, Bengals 49ers, I talked about that. They clinched it up. And the Chargers take care of the Bears. The Bears looked horrific. But this week, JP, there's some exciting fireworks going down. Sunday morning in yeah in germany in germany baby (laughs) they get maybe one of the best games of the year they get the dolphins and chiefs and obviously the chiefs looks terrible but hopefully you know patrick Mahomes can uh rest up and, and get back to his old self the dolphins i have to say they have been put into two really tough matchups it was at the eagles And it was at Buffalo. Those were really, they played at Chargers, which is is whatever. That's a pretty good matchup. But at Philadelphia, at Bills. And they got crunched by both of them. So we're kind of wanting Miami to show up against one of these really good teams. And what better time to do it than against the Chiefs? Um, Would love to see fireworks in Germany. That could be so much fun. You get. I can't wait until HN comes back god fair as a mustard owner don't want that but it would <laughs> it would help the, the mustard is looking a little sluggish as of late he's an old in, man in
1: my in my nasty league i'm playing kenneth walker and Ooh. madison oh and i just want to replace madison and and put a in there so
0: absolutely that's totally fair sunday afternoon i think it's the three o'clock games cowboys at eagles that's extremely spicy bills at bangles and seahawks Mm. versus ravens i mean those are four premier matchups are are they all are they all at the same time no the the dolphins chiefs in the morning the cowboys eagles is in the three o'clock window and let me just make sure i think bills bangles is sunday night so we're going to be able to watch all three wow yes insane It'll be great, man. It should be. a f- Although, of course.
1: What was the other one? The Ravens? Seahawks uh,
0: Ravens. I think that's just a noon game. I could. be Oh, afraid.
1: okay. Well, then it slots right in with all of them.
0: Dude, you're absolutely right. It is a noon game. So my man, God, this is like a holiday. It's almost. And of course, this is like the day
1: that you order all of the all of the good, like tailgate food to the house or something like that. Go pick it up.
0: And of course, this is, this is the day of, uh, that Tienchi's decided to celebrate her birthday. And so we will be spending the day at the the zoo when it's like 40 degrees outside. So, you but know, Tien-
1: Tienchi loves NFL football, right?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping at the very least I can have the, the pods in the ears and I can maybe listen to red zone, but, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad to to miss, but good God, if you're an NFL fan, this Sunday should should deliver. Um peeking at our fun house this week, I will play Chris. Chris has kind of struggled this year. Hopefully that won't be too bad. Vink plays Farrell. That should be a good matchup. You get to play Cody. So somebody's gotta lose there, and somebody's gotta win.
1: Well, I was thinking that I was kind of on the on the rise before Matt Stafford went down. Yeah. But it really looks like the the Cowboys offense is ramping up and I've got two pieces of that. What is it? Uh, what's up with me and having two pieces of something? You doubled like, up a lot. I didn't I didn't mean to. Uh, I mean I obviously I did mean to when I drafted Tyler Lockett but like right. None of the other times did I mean to. like. No, you
0: stumbled into Puka. You kind of stumbled into uh, Ferguson, but it's not the worst place to be if you can back them up during the bye weeks. You know, I've got Dalton Kincaid and Gabe Davis, so it happens, and it makes choices a little bit frustrating. Uh, Let's see. DC will play Moonhead. They're, They're both doing decently well. Scott plays Drew. That's an important matchup. And then Major plays Jandy, which is also pretty spicy. Man, what a good week. And Thursday night, I think Thursday night is a bit soft this week. Is that right? I mean, we've got so many great games on Sunday. I have to imagine that Thursday is a little light. It is. Now they're both, they're okay. It's Titans at Steelers. Hopefully, Derrick Henry is with the team. Um, Maybe this Titans win over Atlanta has kind of forced their hand to keep him and try to do something, but... That would be wild, but Steelers Titans. That's kind of a a little trickle into the weekend. But man, Sunday morning. Maybe I'll be able to get the Sunday morning game before we head up to Minneapolis. We'll see. Um, man, we did DraftKings last week. JP, you beat my ass. I looked back at our players. Your lineup was solid, man. You picked Camara. You picked AJ Brown. You picked Brees Hall. I mean, it was it was it was a very good lineup. You definitely would have cashed with that lineup. So. Good on you, man.
1: Yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play it or anything. No. But...
0: Should we should we cage match again, or do you need to to head?
1: No, I can cage match. Let me, let me, let me just like sprint to the bathroom right quick.
0: All right. Let's get in this man. While we pull stuff up, let's get the cage match drop going. Let's do it. Don't do it, Eddie. Eddie, don't do it. No, well, no, Eddie, no. Don't wait, do it. No, no way all right man wow first time looking at the the slate this week i mentioned we do have that seahawks baltimore game lamar jackson is the number one priced quarterback on the week it's Ooh, so expensive. sad to see that Kirk Cousins O-U-T out label right next to him game, but that is expensive at A-200 for Lamar. Looking at some of the cheaper options, there's Geno, but it says that Baltimore is the number one ranked defense against the quarterback position. You've got C.J. Stroud there, but he's been kind of disappointing as of late, and that Tampa Bay defense is pretty good. I know I picked him last week and it did not fare well. You've got Derek Carr there. Derek Carr has been doing pretty decently his last three weeks, 20, 21, 22. It's at home against Chicago. Goodness me, I'm peeking over. Kamara has to be number one. He is. He's at 8,100 at home. Oh, boy, that is super spicy. But let me see what his wide receivers are up to because the boy, uh, um, Scott, actually got it done with Rahid Shahid. Rashid Shahid. Yeah,
1: man, he paid a bunch for him like a long time ago
0: because I guess we, you told me he's a homer. And he played him and and it worked out to perfection this week. He's only at 4,500 this week. That is really interesting. Obviously, Khmer is the big favorite there, but man you only, and he only got three targets they were just three big bomb touchdowns oh what a wild slate at the tight end side no Kelsey on this slate Cole komet has been pretty nice you've got you know Ferguson looking there pretty cheap you got a lot of options you got Trey McBride but they're going as Cleveland Cleveland's been good against the tight end Logan Thomas has been fine a lot of options at tight end probably won't be looking there too soon. At the running back position, I guess Jimmy G is going to be back for Josh Jacobs, and they're at home. It is the Giants, and the Giants' defense has been kind of scary. Boy, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown's just been getting it done so much. I guess, yeah, A.J. Brown is number one. It is the Dallas defense, but he seems so unstoppable. Boy, where do you pour your money? Oh, well, interesting. You know, a name that just popped off the the slate for me is you just uh, popped. is your boy, the, the Gus Mantra? Bus. Oh, Gus Bus. Butt. Yeah, he looks good. He's sitting there, and he's only fifty nine hundred. That's like the RB, like twelve or thirteen. He's at home in that Seattle matchup. I think that's a decent place to start the slate. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and snag Gus Bus to to take his little time and I'll sling it back to you.
1: All right. Well since you're gonna do that, I'll 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 go ahead and begrudgingly take another side of that and oh. take Zay Flowers. To oh start
0: interesting. It off. Okay. I I don't have him anywhere so I, I'm not familiar really how he's done recently. I guess Gus has eaten up a lot of the tids. Yeah tids is a word. For sure. Man, we also have Chuba Hubbard at home against Indy. We just saw what Kamara did, and Chuba's looked pretty nice. Let me see. Led the Panthers, clear top option. Miles Sanders gained zero yards on two carries. Oh, Jesus. Boy, Chuba has been kind of low-key nice and at home against Indy. I mean, you hope to get him in the end zone. So, Chumba
1: Chimba Wumba.
0: Mm. He's sitting around players like Daryl Henderson, AJ Dillon, Cam Akers, although Cam Akers probably got the job, but I can't trust it. Let's continue to go cheap-ish for now, and I'll I'll pick up Chuba. He doesn't really, I guess he doesn't really catch the ball very much, but he got two targets. Eh. Let's get uh let's get Chuba in and I'll sling it back to you. All
1: right. Chuba Chumba Wumba. Let's go do into...
0: Get knocked down. I get yeah. up again.
1: <laughs> yeah. should not be. Um, that's okay. I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, shoot. Um, I'll go for. I'm gonna spend some big dollars, and okay, I'll, go here for, comes fat. Mm-hmm. I'll go for. I'll go for CD Lamb.
0: Your boy, huh? That Philadelphia defense has not been that fantastic. Scary Terry and company in Washington got it done against them, and CD is is hitting on all cylinders right now. That's a really nice pull there. Kind of interested on staying cheap. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get Rashid Shahid. I guess with the intention of maybe getting Kamara down the road, but no, I kind of want to stay in those flames a little bit. Are they really going to need to do much against Chicago, though? Chicago has just looked badgeant. It's just not the answer. Boy, that Jackson Smith in Jigba is also looking pretty solid there at that price point at around $4,000. Very interesting. But I guess we're going to continue to go fat. I mean, he has to, A.J. Brown has to keep doing it, right? He has to! He's unstoppable! And I would, you know, this is a tough, I don't have really any weight behind either the Cowboys or the Eagles. I don't really like either franchise, but. Let's get it done at home. Let's spend the big bucks on on big boy AJ Brown. I'll send it back to you.
1: Big boy AJ Brown. I was looking at him. I, I was choosing between him and CD. Mm. Um I don't I just I can't I can't discount the the Dallas defense. They've they've just been really showing up fair lately. And that's you can't, can't take that for granted. Mm. All right. Let's go with another. Um, let's go with a wide receiver. We're going to do, uh, like you said, in Jigba.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's a good price at $4,300. i am looking down into these depths a little bit, and I just don't see players that, that get me excited in the threes. So it's pushing me more into the fours and five range. And I gave Josh Downs my love last week and he kind of let me down. A Well, he got seven receptions for 70 yards, just no touch. At Carolina, that Carolina defense is actually pretty good. But I do have Chuba, so maybe that game can pop off a little bit. Uh, Oh, let's give Josh Downs one more try at fifty-two hundred, and I'll swing it back to you. I'll stop here just to say we got bottom of the ninth, Arizona down by two, no outs. They've got the heart of their lineup. They've got their three, four, and five hitters. We've got Leclerc as the closer for Texas. He threw three straight balls to start off the count and then just threw one right down the middle for a strike. Moreno is probably in take mode here at 3-1 still, and he takes ball four. Oh, no! Oh, no! The ump just gave a horrific strike two. Oh, no. That's inexcusable. That is so far off the plate the entire way, and they're they're just livid. And now you go to a full count. Dude, if he he gets out in any way here, it's a tragedy. And he, he just bloops one over to the third base, and that's an out. Oh, no, dude. All right, JP, you got your pickup? You're on mute.
1: Oops. All right, let's go with car.
0: Send in the car. It's such a good price there. Send in the car. Send in the car. 5700 is really good. I guess I should have snapped him up. Man, the Rams looked so bad. Jordan Love has looked really poor recently. 15 points, 16 points, just not what you want. It is at home, and golly, the, the, the Rams look just dreadful, and maybe they'll be reeling after losing their quarterback a bit. You also have got Gardner, and I did just pick up Josh Downs. Gardner's only 5,200. And he went for 15 points, 34 points, 16 points. Well, I guess you got your quarterback, so we don't need to go there. But I'm going to kind of I'm going to kind of pencil in Gardner Minshew there. It's not leaving me a whole bunch of cash after the A.J. Brown incident. But I think I still need to go wide receiver here. Mm. I don't think I can double up with Pittman. That would just be way too spicy. Oh man, you know, Chris Godwin. I I mentioned Chris Godwin a few weeks back as a trade for target, and he's been nothing but fantastic since then. Last three weeks 17, 13, 14. Really nice production there at your wide receiver two reflex position. It is at Houston, and Houston just doesn't require much, but he's getting really good targets. 7000 though, for Chris Godwin. That just feels a little pricey. On the other side of the ball, Nico Collins has just really not been getting it done, but I know the potential is there. We've seen it. Scary Terry's been good. Hollywood Brown's got a lot of targets, but it's at Cleveland. A lot of ways to go here, but I think I think I'm going to go for upside on the Nico Collins play at 5,800 and I'll swing it back to you.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to go for. um, Giants D
0: going defense. Okay. So we can pencil off the defense there. Boy, they're sitting there at the bottom of the list there, right? 2300 against the Raiders. That's kind of surprising. The Giants defense is pretty solid. Um so we'll just slot in a defense for show here. Those Packers defense against the backup against the Rams could be pretty good. Well, neither of us neither of us have gone tight end yet, which leaves some goodies on the branch. Trey McBride has kind of emerged as a target hog ever since Ertz is gone. I don't think that that stops. It is against Cleveland, which is scary, but that might even push them to dump the ball off even faster.
1: I played him in a DFS lineup last week.
0: Nicely done. That leaves me a lot of cash left, and I think I like that. So, yeah, let me go go Trey McBride then.
1: All right, so I'll go back and do uh, Kamara.
0: Got the Car Kamara stack, huh? That is pretty filthy. So that leaves me with a flex, a quarterback, and a DST. So I can kind of round it up right now. I want to play those Packers defense. I also want to play Barkley, but it kind of leaves mm-hmm. me. A, in debt. Is there anybody below? No, man. Can I start? Can you start Bryce Young? (laughs) No. He really can't, can you? He just doesn't throw the ball. I guess he threw it 40 times in back-to-back games. But I've got Chuba. I can't play Bryce with Chuba. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to get Minshew in there. I'm going to get the Packers in there, and that means I'm just going to have to sacrifice a few dollar bills. It is what it is. Oh, i sacrifice a lot of dollar bills. That means I'm going down to Mike Evans and leaving 500 on the table. Oh, that, maybe that can bump up my defense then. What is the best defense I want to play? The Browns defense is fine, but I've got Trey McBride. I don't really want to do that. Saints defense is nice. Chicago's looking really rough. If I plug in the Saints defense, it leaves me 6,500. It leaves me Jonathan Taylor, but I've got Josh Downs and Minshew. Can't really do that. Jacoby Myers looks so bad. Chris Olave has been getting heavily targeted, and I don't have anybody in that uh, New Orleans offense yet. You have Derek Carr, so maybe that cancels out a little bit. That's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to get Chris Olave in there. Oh, but that leaves me the Saints defense and Chris Olave. That's not – well, it's just head-to-head, whatever. That's what I'll do. So my final lineup is Gardner Minshew, Gus Edwards, Chuba, A.J. Brown, Josh Downs, Nico Collins, Trey McBride, Chris Olave, and the Saints defense. How about you, big dog?
1: Well, I believe I've still got three picks left. You do, but
0: I I, I had mine covered already, so we could just round it out. All
1: right, I'm going to do – uh Saquon um Logan Ferguson. Thomas mm. and Ferguson
0: Oh the double tid getting in there huh Yeah I love that man go ahead and read off your lineup to us
1: Um I've got at quarterback Derek Carr at running back I've got Saquon and Kamara uh, wide receiver, I've got Zay Flowers, CD Lamb, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. At tight end, I've got Logan Thomas. At flex, I've got Ferg. At, at defense, I've got the
0: Giants. That sounds spicier than mine, but we'll see how it plays out this weekend, man. Hope you enjoy that fire Sunday. We'll catch you next Monday.
1: All right. See you then.